Hey everybody, welcome back to Rain City Supercars, episode 36. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. And it's going to be a long one today, but you're going to enjoy it. We have been up to so much over the last week. I mean, technically a week. It's been a week, and it feels a lot longer than that because we've done so much and been so many places. and Way over 3,000 miles worth of traveling, multiple shows, a couple of drives, one big accident. Not us, but we'll talk about that a little later. Yeah, it wasn't me. (laughs) Is Is it... I've been riding with you for a long time. What do you mean, yay, it wasn't you? <laughs> it's been a long time, but there was a there was a time period where I did not know what I was doing, and I had cars that were much faster than I could handle, and that time has passed. Oh, I get I see what you're saying. Okay, well, I mean, it's... We, I don't even know where to begin. Like, um, We went for a road trip. Yeah, uh, Dan and I decided that because we're both uh, road warriors, you know, Mad Max style, that we would just... Um, we had some uh, lovely friends that got married down in Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach, which again, different lifestyle, different area for us. Um, and let's see, a uh, week ago Friday, yeah, we left here at four in the morning. Yep, we arrived in Los Angeles the same day, uh, eleven thirty, almost twelve. So yep, eighteen hours, something like that. Something like that. And I will say this. If you must punish someone, put them in a car in Sacramento and have them drive to Los Angeles on the I-5. Yes, the I-5, as they say down there. So we, we needed to get there. That was our main goal. We're going to get in the car. We're like, we're just going to get there the first day. We've done this route down to California, I don't know how many times, and we decided that just we'll just shoot I-5. Instead of taking like 101 or going inland, we'll take, we'll take I-5 south. That was a terrible idea. Don't ever do that. I-5 sucks everywhere. Uh, but especially when you get into California past, like, Redding? No, we were in a good mood. We, we yeah. were cruising down. About lunchtime, Was we were in Grants Pass. Had some In-N-Out. In In-N-Out yeah. Burger, you know, which you got, you got to do. And we were doing good. We got into Sacramento. There was a little bit of traffic. And then we got outside of Sacramento. And if you haven't made this drive, it's 600 miles, something like that, between Sacramento and L.A., maybe more. Yeah, I don't know. Too it's many. to the point where you look at your GPS and you think it's broken. Because it's just one straight line. And I will say this about Californians. They drive like crap, and they drive fast. We were doing 90, yeah, allegedly. Yeah, by Priuses. And being passed by Priuses. <laughs> Which was great. Um, but I couldn't believe it. Like, And the monotony, I mean, it was just... Like, put a drill bit to the side of your temple and just... Exactly. I, like I said, I don't mind the drive down there. I, I can't stand LA, but uh, the areas surrounding LA and the beach and the hills, it's gorgeous down there if you know where to go. The city's not my thing. It's not my thing here either, so that's not saying much. But yeah, don't take I-5 down there. We went there. We got there in plenty of time for the wedding. We hung out on Laguna Beach for a bit. Uh, Nick got burnt to a crisp. That was kind of funny. We had some good food. God, I feel like a Pop-Tart. Like, I don't spend that much time in the sun. And yet, I, get, I mean, I was redder than the, Fer- uh, you know, the, the Ferrari paint. It was just ridiculous. It was entertaining. The good news is I'm shedding my skin now rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> in sheaths. <laughs> yes. But no, we went down for uh, a good friend of yours and now mine, Eric and Ashley's wedding. Yeah, congratulations Beautiful. to you guys. Beautiful congratulations. wedding. Congratulations. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so the wedding was fantastic, actually. So, But the wedding was in the evening, and we didn't get to bed till probably 11-ish, 10.30, oh, no, 11, no, no, maybe no. later than that. I don't know what time no, it was. No, well, we didn't get in till 11.30 or 12. Oh, that's right. Man. And I mean, and then when you con- consider we had to consume a 20-pack of uh, McNuggets, um, 
and then go to bed. Had to. We were starving. Oh. No, that was the night we got there, though. Well, I, since we're going down the, the timeline of this. So Dan and I are pulling into our... Oh, yeah. Our, our hotel. And I'm looking up ahead of us like a block and a half, and I see this car wrapped... I mean, you know... Uh, Not just color changing like they do the black and white. Yeah. But this thing had actual, like, the sheets on it. Like, prototype, not... No, no, just painted on. This was actually covered in like a mobile car cover so they could test this thing. And we are almost 100% sure, pretty much, that it was the new... It was the new C8. The new and C8. after looking at other spy shots people posted online, it was for sure the C8. C8. This, which, in the middle of Laguna. In the middle of the night. <laughs> at or midnight. Not, yeah. We're like, that's a C8 Corvette. And it, it woke w- us both up real well. Yeah. <laughs> so of all the weird things to see, uh, yeah, C8 Corvette in full camo, just drive it around. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, it, that was insane. But it was like, I was, Dan and I were just like dead zombies. And I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. And so, so we snapped out of it. We got to the hotel. We got to bed. Nothing that a, a, new, a new Corvette and 20 chicken McNuggets couldn't solve. Exactly. So, so anyway, yeah. So the next day we do all of our stuff, go to the wedding, and we get to bed around. That was about 1130 midnight again. Yeah, you made me leave the party. I was having fun. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. The reason we had I'm to leave, not, though... I'm, I felt better the next... I, I was able to get out of bed at 3 in the morning so we could drive to Monterey. Yes, and we literally did. I got up at 3 a.m. the next day and drove to Monterey all the way up the coast, which is about a six-hour drive. But I'll tell you what. Uh, 101 is amazing when there's nobody on it. I didn't hit traffic the entire way to Monterey. Or if Dan is driving and you can sleep. Yes. I so <laughs> It's I, amazing, too. I was doing my best to drive very smooth so Nick could sleep peacefully in the passenger seat for about four hours. <laughs> He wasn't bouncing. You know, to me, it really it it felt like a couple of minutes. I'm going to be honest. So you're a very good driver when when well nodding one, off. One is closed because of that slide up by Big Sur, and so you have to cut in inland, which was actually a treat because I found this glorious curvy mountain road that was unfortunately very foggy and anything over the speed limit I would have died. But it was still a gorgeous road, and then we made it into Monterey for our drive. All I remember is like leaving L.A. and. You would think we're in a vastly populated area, and we needed gas, <laughs> and we couldn't find anything that was open at like five in the morning. Five in the morning on a on a Sunday morning, which yeah. was kind of interesting. We went to like three gas stations; they were all closed. I finally yeah. found one a few exits up, but but yeah. So we get to Monterey, and we're doing. Uh, we meet up with all the drivers for the Concorso drive, which was a really fun event. Met a lot of great people, uh, some amazing cars. We had everything from an F12, vintage Alpha. Brand new Hellcat. Brand new Hellcat. We got to meet Nick, who is the, um, he procures the, the European cars for the Pebble Beach Concourse d'Elegance, which is, I mean. You, yeah, that's a again, fancy business card. Dan and I sit there and, and always tell people we're blessed to be in this, but we're having this lovely, this lovely lunch. And, you know, we're talking to these lovely people and they're asking Dan about Dan's drives and how he does these things. And, and at the end of the day, they go, okay, we've got to go. Here's my card. And if you've never seen somebody that works for Pebble Beach Concourse Elegance, the card stands out. I mean, it's a very embossed. It's I mean, black and silver and embossed. It's, it's gorgeous. Just, it's and gorgeous. The, you know? Super nice couple. They were, they were great. But we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. I, that's right. I did skip a big part of that. Yeah, about the drive itself. So mm-hmm. this is after the drive. So we get in. We meet everybody. We get our waivers signed. I have my driver's meeting about this is a drive. This is not a rally. We're not Gold Rush. Or nothing like that. This is a, we're cruising. We're going to go check out the Carmel Valley Highway, or Carmel Valley Road, I guess. It's technically a highway, but... Uh, Which, if you're in that area during car week or whatever, you need to drive. It is incredible. Yeah. The, unfortunately, the downside of this road is it's a little cut up uh, in places, which none of our people in lowered vehicles seem to have a problem with. Bring scrape armor. 
Yes. Uh, in the vet, I'll be very glad I had my scrape armor. But also that there's not a lot of passing zones. So toward the end of the drive, we did get stuck behind some people. But again, this was a drive, not a road rally. This is just, we're going to hang out, see the country, head up to a winery. And we had a great time on this road. It's a beautiful drive up there. Um, there's an old military telescope that's up there that we didn't get a chance to visit. The gate was closed. I checked before we went. But it's built to survive a 70 megaton nuclear blast up there. Uh, if you have the chance, it's called the Jamestown Telescope. Uh, give it a shot. Sometimes the gate's open. Sometimes it's not. I know some people up there, not with the telescope, but I know they say they've gotten into it many times and they've just driven up there. And it's a, pretty much a sight to behold. It is abandoned now. The property was for sale for a while. But Jamestown Telescope, look it up. Pretty cool stuff. There's also a military training facility up there I wanted to visit. So you end up going down this side road in the middle of nowhere, and you go through this town that was literally built to look like a bomb-blasted Middle Eastern town where they do live fire exercises in this thing. So you were literally going through the middle of a war zone. <laughs> you drive through this thing straight out of Mad Max. It's awesome. I've been wanting to visit it for years, but I can never seem to get in when they're not you know, doing things with real bullets, so I tend to avoid it, and I'd probably get arrested. But uh, still... You'd be surprised how much is in the California hills that the residents there don't often talk about or know about, and a lot they do. Well, and, you know, going back to the fact that, you know, Dan Dan being Dan's drives helped put on this drive with Concorso, and as you all know, Dan and I work for Concorso, or we, we go down to help with Concorso, I should say. And, uh, you know, if you go back to, what is it, episode 31, when we talk about putting on a drive, we took, we followed our own rules. And we took did. Every precaution. And, and, and as you can probably tell, we're leading up to something here. So we're buzzing around, and we end up coming out of this lovely road, and, you, and we basically get on farm roads. That, and if you've ever been in the, in the Palouse or anywhere, you, you, know, you know farm roads go east and west, and then there's 90-degree turns where they go north and south. And like, they do that so they can plow the fields very easily, and everything's yeah. in a standard square system. This is a very well-thought-out idea, and if you've been on a farm road, you know this. So we are we are leading the pack and 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 Dan's beautiful S4, which we will talk about how well that car did on this trip. I was really surprised. Me too. Um, and we had this um, gentleman behind us in a brand new bright green. I'm sure Dodge has a great color for it, a color name for it, but bright green Hellcat. It was a Demon? It was, no, it was a Demon. It was a Hellcat. Just standard Hellcat, but a very and nice a one. Sun, and we had a couple of older Alphas, and 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 at the end we had a, a an Aston Martin convertible it was a vanquish convertible and this beautiful dark red f12 and the gentleman driving the f12 was, was driving with his his uh lovely granddaughter who we, we had wonderful time and took wonderful photos well well on these these dirt roads are not dirt roads the um farm roads farm roads there's nobody on them you know and we At weren't all. speeding so the f12 was in the passing lane coming up and taking photos yeah, which there's plenty of visibility this is oh, a dangerous absolutely. move you can see no, for like two miles across the field so don't get it the wrong wasn't dangerous <laughs> until until um and so the Ferrari gets up to take a photo of the Hellcat, and the gentleman driving the Hellcat kind of thinks, oh, um, he's trying to get in my lane here, and kind of revs up and kind of comes up to our bumper. And the Ferrari driver who has who goes down to, what racetrack? He races it. He takes he that race car. He races every car he has. He races every car he has. A he's very, very experienced driver in every automobile who shares some world records in top fuel. Like, yeah. we, we want to drop the names. Let's just say he knows how to drive a car better than any of us combined. So we're coming up on a 90-degree bend that I can see in, on the map, and the F12 decides, fine, and nails it and goes towards the, the, the turn. And the Hellcat, thinking that he's going to try to keep up with, a, with an F12, I mean, you know, an F12 has, like, you know what, uh, 40, more, 40 more horsepower and 1,500 pounds less? Yes. And the Hellcat gets on the tail of the F12. The F12 goes into the 90-degree turn, no brakes, because it's, it's an F12. F12. 
and the Hellcat goes straight into the field. <laughs> a freshly plowed field. With, luckily with no ditch. With no ditch. I mean, but there was plenty of things. Took out the charge cooler. Took out all of the underbody. The, all the splash shields. All the splash shields. I mean, I will say this. The car did its job and protected the owners. That was, it, was a, it was an extreme situation where we could have had a rollover. Yeah, if he would have banked hard into that and hit one of those dips in the field, he definitely could have done a rollover. Luckily, he went straight into the corner. He was smart enough to keep the car straight and just do a little bit of off-roading, which uh, Hellcats aren't very good at off-roading, so we I learned. Think. And the best way I can describe it is he, he pulls it out of the field, and we all pull it behind him. And If you have seen the movie Gone in 60 Seconds... <laughs> When they're chasing him on the dock and the wrecking ball comes down and hits the Jeep and it goes through a wall. And the, and the, the officer walks up and knocks on the window and goes, are you okay? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure? You just went through a wall. I totally had a moment like that. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, we're good. I think the car's fine. Not so much. I'm looking at all the parts of the field you left back there. Like, <laughs> it, like I said, I will give Dodge credit. It, it, the, the car did really well for off-roading. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, no airbags, nothing like that. And the owner immediately owned up to his mistake. He was going too fast. He didn't see the corner, and he just well, overshot it. It's, he was waiting for the F12 to break, and yes, the F12, F12 didn't, didn't break. break. <laughs> and so he just was like, "Oh, I can't make that corner," and went straight off. Uh, I proceeded to go up and talk to the gentleman in the Ferrari, who was, you know, somewhat apologetic. He didn't know the Hellcat was on his butt. And yeah, I, he had no idea that he was behind it. I can't it. actually say what he said, but he basically said, if you're going to mess with an F-12, you better bring a lunch. <laughs> yeah. And he was right. Yeah. So those of you with Hellcats, we know what you can do in the quarter mile. Nobody's saying your car isn't fast, but uh, it's not built the same way as an F-12. <laughs> so neither is my Z06. I'm not saying much. No, Just saying I mean, yeah. You're messing with the top dog there. <laughs> if, you're, if you're planning to do that type of horsepower and go off-road... Get the new, what is it? Not It's not Trailhawk. What is it? Uh, it's the new Jeep with the Hellcat engine in it. Isn't it? I don't know what it is. Trackhawk. Trackhawk. Yeah, so. Even then, I don't think that'd do very Which well. They need to make a Hellcat Jeep. previous guests of ours, DJ, drove in, in Germany, apparently, and just absolutely loved. But that's another story for another time. But then, so we all kind of ended up making our way to this lovely winery. And what was the name of the winery, Dan? I always uh, forget. Pesagno? Pesagno? Pesano? It's P-E-S-S-A-G-N-O, I believe. Yeah. Anyway. Great winery. If if you're in the Monterey area, this is this is a great drive. You can you can you can take the long drive out. I mean, they have wonderful food, wonderful wine. And yes, um, I will post I will post the route on this. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. We will we will dub. But they do you know wood fire pizzas, and he was cooking us sausage that so was, much sausage, so much sausage. It's so good. <laughs> There's some some things I can. Nick's get. probably yeah, wishing he was asleep on the way home, but it was really good God. sausage. <laughs> It's spicy and regular. Oh, oh that's God. Happy. And that, the wine's good, too. I didn't have much wine. Well, we, didn't, a, no, we, didn't, we didn't drink wine. Because I had literally a sip of each glass. We had so much driving oh, to do. Oh, did was, you? I, I didn't, didn't have a glass. Wine. even. I just like asked somebody else if I, I could have a water. sip of theirs. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, and that's where we got into, into the conversation with Nick, you know, the, the uh, uh, Pebble Beach Concourse judge. And we had a wonderful time. Like I said, they, the winery was there. It's very friendly to cars. I mean, it's right off the, it's right off the road. There is, it is gravel, but it's well maintained. I mean, I can't say Yeah, we weren't getting enough. all dusty and bad. This is, they are not a sponsor of ours and I'm not a big wine drinker, but they did a fabulous job of yeah, hosting us. So. They were awesome. In so. fact, they're going to host us again. Um, if you're down in Monterey or, or curious in the area, there's going to be another drive the end of this month in July. 30th or 31st. Yeah, last weekend like in July, and then another one. We're, Dan and I will be back down in Monterey on the 22nd um, to do a drive. 
Yes. Yeah. And we'll have the Z06 back. this time. Yep. We'll have all the cars down there. We're gonna t- we're gonna again this year do the Seamont Rally coming from coming out of Seattle and heading down to Monterey for Car Week. But it was an interesting experience because Dan and I are driving. We watch that Hellcat, and I'm going, "He's not gonna make." We're both. Dan and I are both saying the same thing out loud, like, "It's not gonna make it. Not gonna." Oh, there it goes. You know, just yep. bucking and bronking through the field. <laughs> so. Yeah, and we both just like, oh no. We had our drivers meeting. <laughs> I, I told them not to. But I get it. You got a high horsepower car. You're having some fun. Um, that's another thing, though. A uh, little pro tip here. Anybody who's doing a drive, no matter where it is, uh, and I mean, unless you know the road like the back of your hand, uh, put up your GPS. Put it on the screen so you can see where your turn is. I've been doing that for years, even back in the days when GPS was first available on phones. And it was it's a lifesaver when you're doing a drive. You remember those original TomToms that were like oh, yeah. little mini TV screens you put up on? Them? Yeah. They <laughs> yeah, were okay. like, they weren't even flat. They were like no, a they box. Were, yeah. 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 My parents had one. I remember yep. that. I remember it was it was a great time. Um, we uh, let's take a quick break and we'll kind of finish up this uh, this journey. And uh, when we come back, all right. Hey everybody, this is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free. But remember, you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. And where did we leave off? Monterey. Well, we, we had just run a Hellcat into a wine field and uh, had a wonderful <laughs> sausage dinner. So we were full of sausage and uh, ready to go. For another six to eight hour drive. Yeah, because Dan th- and I thought, well, you know, what we could do after driving to the drive and then doing the drive is do some more driving. Right. And this yeah. one was actually, this one was worth it. I think uh, for me... This was the best. This was the best part of the whole trip. I'll yeah, give you that. Yeah. We'll give you that. And it, we don't like to... Uh, I, I did, was going to say something. <laughs> we don't want to get to the best part of this so soon, but here we're at. <laughs> Excuse me, this look like I know what you're going to say. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I got to tell the first story, so this is all you. All right, so I've been to just about every national park west of the Mississippi and a few to the east, but literally I've been to all of them. Um, I haven't been to Yosemite, though, in years, not since I... Well, no, I take it back. I drove through quickly one time when I was running away, or allegedly quickly evading. Yeah, that's a different story. You saw a guy in a GTR that got away from a cop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Go in with a different that. state. In a different state. <laughs> Yeah, somebody was smart enough to go to a different state. Uh, yeah. Anyway, after being radared from a mile and a half away, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. So my last trip to uh, Yosemite wasn't was I didn't get to enjoy it very much. So Yosemite. Uh, those of you who haven't been, um, it's one of those places like Zion where it kind of once you've been there, it kind of changes your perspective on everything around you because it's hard to put into words just how beautiful of a place this really is. Uh, from the huge gaping cliffs, just beautiful drive. The roads are packed. I tell everybody when they go to a national park, you don't go to a national park in a hurry. The roads may be fun, and man, you're going to wish nobody was there when you got there, especially there when the roads are so twisty, and it's just this, man, it's so scenic. But so we get to the park. It's packed. Gas is crazy expensive there, by the way. Get gas before you go to Yosemite. I think it was six bucks a gallon that I paid. It was six bucks a gallon, and it was like the surface of the sun. Yes. It was like 100 degrees in Yosemite. God. So we're going into the park, and the buses get tied up because there's there was a landslide a while back, and there's sections of the park that are down to one road. It's been that way forever. So we're coming around this corner. Sure enough, turns out Subaru drivers suck there too. 
because oh they come straight God. into our lane, uh, trying to do their fastest pass possible. And luckily, he sees us at the last minute because we have nowhere to go. Turning right is going into a cliff. Turning left is going into traffic. I, 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 that's that's the closest that I've come. I mean, pucker factor. I was grabbing. A, I, I I had three points of contact in the car: the, the steering wheel and my butt grabbing the seat. So yep, yeah, full slam on the brakes, full lock to stop. And luckily, he made it back in time not to kill us, which was yeah. Thanks for that. But I, uh, I give a lot of credit to the Audi. Yeah. Yeah. So we did a lot of stops in Yosemite, uh, even for, we had to get to our hotel for the night was in Mammoth. And so, which is only like 25 minutes south of Yosemite. And it's a great little place to stay. If you want to stay in Yosemite, you don't want to pay outrageous prices. Just go to Yam, uh, Mammoth or June Lake, just outside of the park. And you'll be glad you did. Um, oh it, yeah. Super nice town. I mean, go anywhere. I mean, here's the problem. And I will tell you this. Dan has always had this dream of showing me all these wonderful places he's been. And he started with Yosemite. <laughs> and the rest of the day was kind of like, yeah, that's nice, but it's not Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I mean, and, and you have to understand, we're taking photos of places that, you know, nope, it's just gorgeous. And I'm like, yeah, it's nice, but it's not Yosemite. <laughs> yeah, and uh, depending on your preference, I think Zion is my favorite place in the world. Not as much contrast as in the park as far as the greens and things as Zion, but uh, a little more majestic in my own eyes, I guess. But uh, yeah, so we had this amazing time in Yosemite, went to the waterfalls, but we didn't have a chance to enjoy it as much as I wanted to. But lucky for us, we're going back next month. So Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we started, we, we were kind of working out some of the routes for the Seamount Rally and learned a lot of good stuff. Yeah, well, luckily, luckily we did because we changed it. But uh, we ended the night in Mammoth. Uh, we didn't hit a bear or anything. We did see bears in Yosemite, though, which made me super happy. Okay, I, I have to talk about this because... And I get it. It's a bear. But there's 900 people within 100 feet of this bear in this field. And it's not a black bear. It's a big brown bear. Yeah. <laughs> and people are just pulling over and parking in the middle of the road to the point where the rangers were coming through. Like, if you don't get in your car, I'm going to arrest you kind of thing. Yeah. We actually had a spot. That spot we parked in was legit. Oh, yeah. we got yeah. Oh, yeah. We did it right. I mean, you know, we, we played dumb tourists, but it was just... I could not believe that. Like, if people were crouching or getting farther and farther and farther, and I'm going, what are you doing? Like, God, if I'd had my bear coat, that would have made a great photo opportunity. Because <laughs> this giant bear coat. Not real the, bear. I have the it bear looks... coat from Workaholics. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah. A, it's not, a, it's <laughs> yeah. not bear skin. It's just a bear coat. But, yeah, we can't wait to go back. I can't tell you guys enough how great it is to visit some of our national parks. I highly recommend you do it at the, either the beginning of the season or the end of the season after Labor Day to just beat the traffic because it's getting insane. I don't Drive have a, around Lake Tahoe. Yeah, it's pretty, but... Yeah. So we stayed the night in Mammoth. Turns out our hotel didn't have air conditioning, which I get it. It's kind of like a ski resort at the base of a mountain, but... It wouldn't have helped. I was. I felt like my body was on fire, so... Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's okay. Like... Yeah, Nick looks, Nick looks like a roasted beet at this point. <laughs> so. Actually, funny story to go back. So after the wedding, or before the wedding, we went down to the beach and I got burned. And we go back and everybody decides we're going to go to the pool. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm a big dude. When we go out hiking, we go walking, I sweat. So I jump into the pool and I come out and I do my best, you know, like long-haired mermaid thing. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm like, there is so much salt on my face. This is ridiculous. And everybody in the pool looks at me and goes... You idiot! This is a salt pool. Like, oh yeah, I knew that. I totally knew that. Yeah, yeah. You gotta laugh at yourself, right? Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. That's, that's I do that a lot. Uh, but it was no, it's great. Um, yeah, we stayed in Mammoth that night, which was yeah. We found this cool little bar too. What was it? The Outlaw? Outlaw, I believe. Yeah, yeah. great pizza. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, it was full of a lot of people that worked at Mammoth. Um, <laughs> millennials, but. Uh, 
yeah, service not maybe their high point this time around, but good uh, pizza, good food, yeah. good prices, yeah. which is important when you're down there. So we'll out go- of season, but I mean, we, we went to we went to some brewery first, but it was just like. There was nobody was there to help you. It was it was packed. But yeah, it was and it was like, kind of weird. It was all outdoor seating with no outdoor lights. So we're just kind of no, sitting in the dark, sitting in the dark, drinking crappy IPAs. Yeah, yeah I but, said it. <laughs> but Mammoth is in fact a great town. It's like a little like like it's most ski towns. First time I've been there. I mean, you know, you see everything on TV. I, you know, you t- you think about Mammoth and you think about Tahoe being like the the winter playground for the the people from the California. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, it, it's 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 a lot bigger on TV. I mean, we had a good time, and then and the resort's nice, but yeah, you know, I so, still don't understand. We were charged a resort fee, and we there was nothing. You couldn't do anything on the resort. <laughs> yeah, here's your resort fee. The pool's not open. Nothing's open. Nothing's open. Okay, yeah. have a nice day. Oh, no air conditioning either. But we'll bring you a swamp cooler if you'd like it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thanks. Lovely. Well, yeah, so, that, was, that was our first like actual night of sleep, though. This whole trip, it wasn't until day three where we actually got yeah. to go to bed and just wake up when we wanted to. I think we still left at like seven. That, that was your first night of sleep. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was cooking through the night and couldn't <laughs> find a good position to sleep. So, um, yeah, you were sleeping fine. It was actually nice to sleep in the car because you were somewhat upright and we had the AC blasting. I tell you. Thank God you drove that day. So, <laughs> yeah. The next day, though, is where we actually had the most fun. At least I had the most fun. Yosemite was amazing, but I got to take one of my favorite roads ever. Well, Dan taking me on a drive, Dan got to do something he's never gotten to do. He got to have somebody else drive him through the national parks while he took pictures, which, as you know, he's really good at. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I oh, no, I, I had fun, yeah. too. But again, <laughs> he takes me into this beautiful park, and he's like, isn't this nice? Yeah, Yosemite's nicer. <laughs> well, you're thinking of Lassen. Yosemite is... I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. Nick gets ahead of himself. ADHD. Squirrel! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, continue. So, the next morning, we wake up, we leave Mammoth, and we're headed north. And uh, I've been through this section, like I said, multiple times through this back section. But uh, so we're going to go through Tahoe, and we're going to take one of my favorite roads ever. And that's 89A. This little bypass oh, that's God. only open about four or five months out of the year. And I'm you're pl- right. I did skip that I, mentally. Yeah, <laughs> where I warned Nick ahead of time, and we'll get in, I'll get into why I bring this up. Like, just how amazing this road is is impossible to put into words. And you'll look at the map and you'll be like, "Well, that looks okay, I guess." But you look there's I've seen twistier roads on the map. That's not the whole thing. This is the the perfect combination of everything. The pavement's fantastic. There's virtually no traffic. Uh, there's an occasional insane bicyclist who should never be allowed on that road. There's no trucks allowed because the turns are too tight. The turns that are there are mostly banked. And like I said, the best part, there's barely anybody on it. And even above all that, it's a 55 mile an hour road with 20 to 30 mile an hour turns. So you basically will never break the speed limit on this entire road. And you will still, I mean, if you're taking these corners at 55, even in, well, my C6 EO6 that, that I did it in, or my GTR, you're going to be pushing it if you're staying in your lane, which you should do because a lot of these are blind corners. But um, the last time I did this road, not the last time, the first time I did this road, I should say, I was in my C6 EO6, and I had a friend with me in a BMW, and it was just a 328, an E92 328, and he had upgraded brakes and pads. But by the time we got to the bottom of the hill, he had smoked them so bad, we had to sit and wait for his fluid to stop boiling and his pads to stop smoking. Those were, and I know he had Hawk HPSs on it. Again, it's expensive being Dan's friend, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to tell you guys, I posted the road I, uh, on our Instagram, actually, and I told everybody, I warned him ahead of a time, look, if you go down there and you die, it's not my fault. If you just do the speed limit and you still die, it's still not my fault. 
but this road in itself is a destination worth going to. And if you're going to Tahoe, a popular destination, or you're going to Yosemite, this is about probably an hour north of Yosemite and about an hour south of Tahoe. It's kind of dead center there. Um, I will say there, I can't remember the name of a town just north of that. Don't speed through the town north of it. You will get a ticket. <laughs> or Mammoth and June Lakes, where you will also probably get a ticket. So, oh, yeah. that's There's a ton of cops out there. Yeah, it was kinda, it's kind of odd. There's nothing around there, really, besides Tahoe and Yosemite. But there's a lot of cops out there, which we yeah. kept seeing. Yeah. Uh, keep your ways up. Yes. Uh, yeah. Speaking of that, so we're getting into uh, Tahoe, finally, uh, which you should bypass. If you're on a road trip, they was, it was originally on our road trip map for our Seamont uh, Rally. That said, it was one of the worst places we drove through on our entire trip. Uh, there's constant traffic. Everybody on a bicycle decided that they needed to be in the center of the road uh, because they have no infrastructure for bicycles and bicycles everywhere. They have, they have, they do have infrastructure they for have bicycles. They have tons of money. I don't understand. Well, they have a bicycle path, but people are still on the road with bicycles with children. Yeah, and not on the side. Passing people with giant boats. <laughs> yeah, and construction everywhere. So that said, if you want to go to Tahoe and hang out in Tahoe, great place. If you're driving somewhere and you need to go through Tahoe, go around it. Take the east side around it. That's what we're going to do on our next trip. It was super frustrating. To top it all off, I hate T-Mobile with a passion now. And Google Play wow. for music. Uh, this is coming out of nowhere, so, Dan. I don't know where this happened. I don't understand. <laughs> Nick's on Verizon, and I, and I have been up until this year. I switched to T-Mobile through a better deal at work. That had got to be the most unreliable spotty service I've had on any of my road trips. This is my first year I've done road trips with T-Mobile. Well, they were taunting you, too. You had no service, and we were driving past cell towers. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was so annoyed. And so everywhere I didn't have service, Nick had plenty of service. And I've done this drive before in years past. Yeah, but that being I mean, as much as you are perturbed at T-Mobile, and I agree, and we have, should be careful with that considering T-Mobile lives like a mile down the I'm street. I'm hoping they me. hear it. I'm going to send oh, it to I somebody okay. I know there. Um, Verizon can do the same thing. But I, I we yeah. did find that in the deep, dark side of, of, of California, the Verizon does work better. Way better. Way night better. and day. And if you're a road trip... And you need it. <laughs> yeah, and you do. <laughs> and that brings me to my second point. Google Play apparently shuffles the same six songs over and over again, constantly. And not when they do, not just when they don't have service. It was driving me insane. We were like, we'd run out of service, and then I would have my, my phone on Bluetooth, of course. And so we're just stuck listening to the same six... <laughs> I'm like, I love Danger Zone with Kenny Loggins as much as you do, but the first it gets time a that old. happened is when we were driving down and you fell asleep and it was like revolution. <laughs> and it played like and you woke up finally. And I don't know why I didn't just wake you up. And I was like, I was like, please change the station. I was like, I can't take any more of this. And I like revolution. Like we go to the concert every year, but it was just like, please change the station. I cannot do I can't do white reggae anymore. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. I mean, all right, that's the end of my little T-Mobile Google wow, Play yeah, rant. Would you like to get off your, your soapbox there, sir? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and if exactly. I had service, I would have used Spotify, but I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, you know, you got to have a good... Yeah, that's important. You got to have a good uh, road road music, road music? <laughs> yeah, you got to have a road, road trip playlist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's going to go south real fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the next day, though, we decided uh, we were going to drive north. We're going to go maybe into Oregon, wherever. So we went up through Tahoe, and then we went up to a little place. Because uh, we stayed in Mammoth Saturday night. No. Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Woke, up, woke up Monday morning in Mammoth. And we drove up through Yosemite. Not Yosemite. We went, we, I'm we, sorry. God, I'm sorry. Were you asleep we the whole we time? Drove, I'm, I'm literally looking at the map and still getting it wrong. <laughs> 
away from that stuff, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we go out of there, and we go up toward Truckee, and then, so we, we bypassed Reno on purpose. Uh, we're actually not going to bypass Reno on the road trip, because we're going to do the equivalent of the Silver State Classic Challenge, not Silver State, the uh, Virginia City Hill Climb. We're going to take the Virginia City Hill Climb route, route down, which I've done before and is way better than this, and it's pretty remote. But, so we're thinking, like, We'll go up, maybe we'll go up uh, Crater Lake. That's part of our rally drive. Maybe we'll go up there and we'll camp in Oregon or something. So we get up and we're going through Lassen Volcanic National Park. Well, the whole, no, just so we're clear, we get, up, we get up Monday morning and we're both talking about how stupid it was that we drove all the way from Seattle to LA in one day and how tired we were and how we'll just take the day, see how the day goes and we'll see how far we get. Yeah, because we didn't have to be back. I'm scheduled no. off work until Wednesday. No, we had to be back. We had to be back because Tuesday we recorded the last week's podcast for about the Ferrari concourse. Which, right, but we could yeah. have left Tuesday morning and done that easily. No, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So we went, we went all the way up through, what, Truckee and then we did go through a national park. I, Lassen. Lassen, Lassen Volcanic National Park. Yeah, it's pretty. Just <laughs> <laughs> It's this amazing national park. Unless you were in Yosemite the day before, where it's just these gorgeous, gorgeous sweeping valley views and alpine lakes like it's beautiful up there and we're just dan like thought, eh. i think dan thought i was in kind of a bad mood he's like can we pull over and take photos i was like yeah sure are you not having fun yeah it's, it's just not yosemite <laughs> <laughs> and he's totally right too oh, but it's a great drive a wonderful drive yeah and there's virtually it's nobody in the park there it's just it's not a destination a lot of people go to to stay in so it was a pretty empty park uh, it was still absolutely gorgeous so they do have some sulfur pools there which smell amazing as you can tell Definitely not. Oh, that was the park. Oops, never mind. <laughs> That's not. Well, it's uh, a lot. It's a lot of McDonald's uh, <laughs> egg McMuffins. I'm just saying. It was actually. So anyway, so we go up there and we get out of Lassen and we're like, well, we can go this way over to Shasta, which we know really well, uh, and then we can decide from there. And we just drove home. <laughs> God, I mean. <sighs> I'll tell you this. We, when we decided we were going to drive home and we started heading west to Shasta, we got on this road and it was a hundred mile road that, until you got to I-5. Yeah, hundred miles. He's not exaggerating. I kid you not. I, it felt like 600 miles. It was just like, oh my God. We were passing and we were, there's, there was this crazy Subaru yet again in front of us. Was, Luckily it, it was in front of us though. Yeah, but he, he, had well. this, he had a front bumper that was coming off yeah. and then... Um, what else? Oh no! Remember, we had the Tesla. We had the Tesla in front of us that was going so fast, but the and the, the molds were coming. Remember, the, the wheel wells were coming out of the wheels. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, it but. was just. I mean, we, then we got to Mount Shasta and then just booked it on home. I think, and it's funny because Dan went and kind of mapped it out because we were trying to figure out how long it was, and it came out to two thousand nine hundred and fifty-five miles. There's, we've got to have done an extra 55 miles. I mean, oh, yeah, that was like just the overall. We don't count like around town stuff oh, yeah, or absolutely. just like going to get dinner. None so. of that's on there. So we basically did 3,000 miles in four days. It was insane. Left Friday, came back Monday, and we covered only three states. But still, uh, I mean, it was. It was a lot of fun. We, we, you know, I wouldn't have done it for anybody but Eric and Ashley. And, I'm, and again, congratulations to them. But it, it was it was a lot of fun. But um, from now on, I'm, I'm a scenic driver, and I would stay the heck off of I-5. Like I said, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I got to um, mention, though, uh, I am shocked at how well the Audi did. I This is the first chance I've had since buying the car that I really got to actually drive it hard through 89A and through... In case anybody doesn't know, Dan's got a... What year? 2014 Audi S4. S4. And uh, one of the big reasons I bought it 
Um, I just wanted a nicer daily driver commuter that I could still have some fun with and go up in the snow. Uh, luckily, this one is outfitted with the optional sport diff. And what the sport diff does over the regular diff is it does torque vectoring, which allows it basically, instead of power just front to back, it allows it to move power side to side. Uh, that's the very high level, not touching the details overview. But one of the best things about it is it really eliminates understeer and driving 89A or any crowded back road, like the thing just instantly reacts. You put yeah. the thing in sport mode and it is amazing. And um, I didn't even have that great of tires on it for what we were doing. I have, I have great tires on it, but they're the Continental uh, DWS 06s, which we, is a, an all We never season. pushed it past the tire. The tire, we never overdrove the tires. I'll no, we didn't. And, uh, so. it, and But the great part about it was, is you could tell, or I could especially tell right when they were going to break. So you knew where your limits were the whole time. It was a super predictable car to drive, and it was comfortable and quiet. AC worked great, which is super important when it's 100 plus out. Stereo worked great for all five songs we listened to. Yeah. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. We had a great 80s sing-along. We had a lot of great sing-alongs. We did. You know, so I'm... <laughs> people that know us don't are not surprised by hearing that whatsoever, but it was, it was a great trip. We had a lot of fun. Um... You know, and obviously, you know, we didn't mean to, but um, went on a drive and drove a Hellcat into a field. Well, we didn't. But somebody did. So Yeah, we will post the route up here. We will post more notes and we'll post all the photos, of course. Uh, if you don't follow us on Instagram, check us out. It's RCS Podcast. Uh, I'll post a link up there, too. It's all over our website. But, yeah, uh, you will hear a lot more about this next month when we talk about our Seamount Rally after we get back from there. Yeah. Well, so needless to say, so we get back Monday. Monday night at like eleven thirty, almost twelve, and and you know, oh, no, it, I didn't get home till I wasn't out till two. We didn't get home till about one. Okay, then we didn't get we didn't get home till Tuesday morning at around one or one thirty. Yeah. I don't remember what time it was, but and you know, Dan and I have been good friends for a long time, and and you know, but you, you got to have a moment where you kind of go, okay, we're we're gonna go to our own corners for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had had some plans for. Uh, for uh, Fourth of July, and, and Dan's like, I'm just, I'm gonna go do my thing, and I was like, I'm gonna go do my thing. <laughs> um, so as you know, Fourth of July was a great time, but you went, you, I went for I a drive. I cannot believe this. You <laughs> went for a drive. I did. I did the North End tour. I went up to uh, up Chuckanut, all the way into Fairhaven. Love Chuckanut Drive. Just, it was a, a great day up was there. Was that not a zoo on the Fourth of July? No. Okay. I was I shocked. I didn't, if there was nothing really going on at Fairhaven, so I went up there. I went up to the pier and drove back, and it, that was just a fantastic day all the way around, start to finish. So. Yeah, it was quite, I mean, and then, and then we ended up, uh, uh, last Friday, we ended up doing a little, uh, car wash and detail session, which was nice because we, you know, when we looked at the weather on Thursday and it said, it's going to rain maybe in the morning and it'll be nice at night. And then the weather gods here went, no, I think we're going to flip that. It'll be nice in the morning. And then you're going to, you're going to just get done washing your car and then I'm going to rain. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And then, I mean, and that led into car palooza weekend. Right. Well, another thing about the about car wash night. So I met a gentleman. Um, so Jen, who works at Shotgun I'm Creek. I'm proud of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen, who works at Shotgun Creek. I know she listens to our podcast with Amanda. Um, they are coworkers via Driver Club, Drivers Club. Her husband was there, and he has a uh, nine nine seven. I think it's a point two. It's a GT three RS though. It's just. I think it's just like Steve Theodore's, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. But this thing is built. It has, this is not your, I mean, the GT3 RS is already built. And then this one's got Olin suspension. It's got Akropovich uh, exhaust, or Akropovic, whatever you want to say. Uh, GT3 80 millimeter uh, Brembo brakes on it. So upgraded brakes over a GT3 RS yeah, already. So that's what you want to do when you pull a GT3 RS off the line. It's upgrade it. Right. And so this thing has everything done. And it's just, just 
beautiful white with yellow trim. Like his, his dad was the previous owner. He actually purchased it from his father, not got it. Um, and this thing is just awesome. So he, and he drives this thing really drives it. This is a track car slash back road car. Like this, this oh, no, he drives, he drives the, the, the crap out of it. But like, I think originally he was saying it's spec. It was and, and, and many people know the spec, like where it had, it had the red wheels and the red tips on the, on the, on the spoiler and the red. Yeah. GT3 it was the white and red originally. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's, it's white on white and he's got silver wheels and he's got uh, the yellow tips. I mean, which really makes it look good. like I didn't necessarily recognize it as a GT3 RS or 4.0, like when it first pulled up. It was like, a 3.8, not a 4. 3.8, sorry. But yeah. uh, so I was talking to him and he mentioned, he's like, oh, I, I've done one of your drives. I said, oh, which one did you do? He's like, I just did your local, which for everybody listening who hasn't gone to dance drives, that's. Uh, Why haven't you gone there? Why? <laughs> what excuse do you have? So I have very detailed, very specific notes on that drive because I have seen so many accidents on that road. I've been riding that road since I was 17 on my motorcycles, 18. I've been driving that road just as long. And I have seen so many cars run into the hillside, go off the, off the ridge, hit other cars, hit bicycles. It's an amazing road if you treat it with respect and you drive it appropriately. And so he had read all my notes and he, he did one easy drive down to see where it went. And then he did the drive back and had a great time. But he's like, you weren't kidding about the trail breaking part. Like that will wear you out. That's a very short road and it will literally wear you out if you are not pretty ready for it. You also may die if you hit somebody head on and you lose control. So keep that in mind. But I was so like, the more you know, I was bong, so val- bong, bong. I was so validated to have somebody who's a really good driver drive it and be like, your wrote, your notes were spot on. I'm like, oh, thank God, somebody actually read all of them and didn't crash. The part that worries me is you take notes while you're driving. I know it's hard to write at the same time, but hey, what do you know? I'm old school like that. <laughs> you're old school like that. Yellow pad and all. Yellow pad and yeah. all. Uh, special thanks again, and we we say thanks to Amanda from Drivers Club a lot, but she does she a keeps, lot. Does, she keeps doing things for us. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, I keep thinking she's blind, or she hasn't really met us, or she thinks we're somebody else. Or, I mean, she's worked with a lot of famous people, and we're just people that think we're famous. Whatever drug she's on, I need. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Drugs we're, are bad, and Kai. We're just kidding. She's no, great. it was great. Um, so that was Friday night, and then, God, what happened to this weekend? Saturday, Saturday morning. We had, we had uh, exotics, um, which I was kind of overclassed, overclouded. And it rained. And it, well, I mean, it, it didn't rain till it like, rained right at the end when people were leaving. So yeah. it's like 1030. Um, it rained and everybody just ran away. I will say this. Uh, we, there's a couple of people that are now on my list for some things they pulled off on Saturday. Um, that we, and we will find them. Oh, I know exactly who one of them is. Okay. Well, never mind. Oh, that's not good. No. So um, I know him by proxy via somebody else, but I that's a whole different see. story for a different time. Oh, my God. And I'm just going to leave that out there. Okay. <laughs> Stop leaving things out on the porch, Dan. Um, went really good. And, um, you know, uh, after Exotics, we had the opportunity. And as weird as this is, and everybody tells that they I can't believe this, I made my first trip to Dirtfish on Saturday. I had never been up there. Yeah, I've been there a couple times. I did their half day. No, I did the, one, I did the full day when I was up there, which I tell everybody, you need to go. It's the most fun I've ever had in a car. And if you've heard me talk about driving, that is saying a lot. Um, you know that old saying, nothing handles like a rental? Well, imagine your rental is a WRC rally car. So that. Slide it, jump it, everything. Launch it in the dirt. Like, they will walk you through all this. This is not like getting our car. You get to break their toys. Yes. And and it's great because they teach you how to do it right. Like, if you're a new driver and you want to learn how to drive in the rain and not panic, this is the place to go. The worst conditions you can go to this place in, the better. If it's a terrible day with terrible rain or snow... Go to Dirtfish. You will have will so much fun. You, it will make you a better driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm signing up for it. Like we had, we had Trevor on. I, I don't know how many episodes ago, um, and he is there. What is social media and 
Yeah, he was nice enough to let me park right off the side as we came in, and with my vet amongst a sea of Subarus, which made me pretty happy. Oh, that was nice. They they put me out in steerage in the back, uh, <laughs> down down where they were landing the helicopter. So that was nice. But uh, no, it was it was. I mean, the car. I don't think people realize that that the, the some of the owners the owners of the Rimmers, uh, Rimmer family Rimmer family the cars that they have and and that they that they brought out for this event. I mean, if you know WRC or have no have ever watched WRC or done a video game about WRC or anything, you know Colin McRae. McRae. Yeah. I, I, I knew I was, you knew I was going to say it. They had his focus up there. Yeah. His, his real focus. His real focus. Um, they had a, a WRX, WRC car. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's an Impreza RS. It's not a WRX. It's an Impreza RS, WRC car up there. Somebody had one of the 22Bs, like the original. Yep. Yeah. They had pretty much everything amazing from Peugeot. And, and then... What was that red car? The Lancia uh, Abarth. Zero, it's a Lancia 037, um, okay. which was a Group B rally car. This was the street version with uh, it's a supercharged inline four. It's like 200-something horsepower, 220 foot-pounds of torque. I could be a little you wrong look on that. Look into that. It's a, re- it's a mid-mounted engine, and you look at that engine, and it's a small yeah. little engine. And it's only 2,000-pound car. supercharger is bigger than the engine. Yeah. Like. It's only a 2,000-pound car, but that's a piece of rally history. They only made 200 of these things for homologation, and they've got one sitting there outside. And Lancia is the one that pulled the trick, right? Yes, uh, the infamous trick where they 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 put a hundred they put a hundred cars in a parking lot and then and then they showed them to people and then they took those people to lunch and they moved those hundred cars to another parking lot and said, oh look, we have two hundred cars. Exactly, yeah. that's how they did. Uh, that's what they did with the Lancia Delta Integrale and yeah. Kevin, Kevin Flynn brought his. Yeah. So I mean, just the parking lot was amazing. Avance was there doing an awesome show. APC uh, was there. Yeah, MBS, APC had donuts. Thanks again, Seth and Scotty. I know they listened to the show. Appreciate that. I had a donut. Must have been nice. I'm not allowed to have donuts thanks to M2, M Squared Fitness. <laughs> I had delicious sugary regret. Oh, don't you do it. Don't you do it. <laughs> You're making me salivate. No, I mean, I mean, they had uh, a good friend of mine had his uh, brand new McLaren 720 there. They had a, that, that Porsche. It was a GT3. Yeah, it was a, it was a 997.1 GT3 RS. They're, they're, apparently GT3s are everywhere. Yeah. Funny story, though. I haven't been out to that area since the infamous LFA incident. So I was, as we were driving out there, I was telling my dad, I said, you see that barrier? I said, that's where I was pulled out of the window of an LFA. <laughs> so That's a good story. Yeah, it's, I, I think I've told that story, but uh, I had a, a little run in with the, well, I didn't, but some other individuals did, and I was in the car, and oh, I got mouthy. Um, me, who knows? <laughs> you me? never. I don't know. I don't know. So after all of that car stuff, Saturday and, and, and everything, we decided that Sunday... Oh, being... no, I didn't stop there. I didn't end there. You ended there. Where did you go? I went to the Porsche event at Sumerian. You bastard. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I went, I went to, to the Porsche Club of America. The Northwest chapter had an event at Sumerian Brewing. So my friend, myself and our friend Garov took... Uh... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't be using the F word with, Gar- with, with Gustav. <laughs> My friend Garov. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We love Garov. But uh, we, we tolerate deci- him. <laughs> we decided to head up to Sumerian Brewing, and we had there was a Porsche show though. I ran into our friends from Ideal Cars. I ran into Sydney Tanner. Uh, Sydney listens to our show. We'll have her as a guest on here as well. She does marketing for the Porsche Club. Awesome lady. She was also my former neighbor. She lived like two houses down from me, and. Yeah, small world. Like you said, the smart car world is a small world. I so. know. I mean, it's amazing. I can't believe you were ready for more car events. Uh, yeah, it was a little tiring, but yeah. it's, it's always fun. Like I said, I go for the people. Like it's just a, a chance to hang out with friends more and more and more. But uh, I got I introduced. I 
been introduced. I, I was introduced to someone up there who's doing drives for the Porsche Club now, and so we're gonna. I think we're gonna do some uh, some work together and plan some drives for them. So gave for them you. Yeah, no, it's always no, fun. I had no idea. Now, now my abandonment issues are getting a little bit stronger. I just want to talk about it. Oh, so, yeah, great. Okay, that's a different podcast. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Phil of a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> A long, that's a longer podcast. Yeah. Next issues. And then I went yeah. home and went to bed at three. Jeez. <laughs> well, and the next day, I mean, if you listen to last week's podcast, you know what we did on Sunday. Yes. And I know that everybody listened to this, listened to last week's podcast, and ended up at the Northwest Ferrari Concourse. Yep. The Possibly the final one. But before we get into that, uh, we've been talking a while. We said this was going to be a long one, but we've had a lot going on. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk about that more. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness. Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m2-fitness.com. Mention Rain City Supercars, get your first session free. And we're back. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Rain City Supercars Part 3. Don't (laughs) stare at me like that. Every once in a while, the voices have to come out. I don't know where we were before the break, but here we are now. We're talking about the Ferrari Concourse, which was epic. It was beautiful. And the word on the street is it's going to be the last one, um, we think. Um, they're going to be hosting the uh, National Ferrari uh, Ferrari Club event here in a couple of years. So, um, down in Portland or something. Yeah, down in Portland, yeah. I think. But um, We'll go to that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be there for them. They've always supported us, and, and uh, we'll help support them. But um, it was an incredible event put on by the, uh, the Pacific Northwest Ferrari Club. Um, the MC, as usual, was our good friend, Jamie June, who we love. And she did a great um, job. I don't well, know. We kind of scared the crap out of her. She was having her lovely glamour photos done, and we, we kind of took over. Well, another guest of ours, Carl. Carl was, was taking this photo, and we're like, oh, we got to go photobomb this. And so I we just, run up. And, I looked at Dan. I go, photobomb? He goes, yep. <laughs> And she, she has this scared look on her face in this photo, which is great because I think she thought we were going to tackle her or pick her up and carry her away. But do people do that? I like. I mean, am I missing something? Like, I know I do. I mean, when you see me coming charging across the grass, you probably don't think good thoughts. So, no, it was absolutely amazing. Um, a lot of our friends were there. Uh, Ashley from Haggerty was there. Yeah, she spent the day with us as uh, well. The morning. Carl was there. Carl, yep. Dave yeah. Tegler, our previous guest. Absolutely. Of course. Dave, uh, that's right. Dave came in to do last week's podcast to talk about the Concorso. Yeah. Uh, the con- not the Concorso. The con- Concourse. Sorry. Yes. It's getting later. Concorso. You know, us, Concorso. The funny thing is, we're not even drinking tonight. And it's... As much. Yeah. As much. <laughs> not as... We're not drinking anymore or less. <laughs> so We're kidding, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> He's kidding. Uh, <laughs> but it was a perfect day. It was... God, it was hot. It was so hot. Um, and the place to be, other than looking at all these beautiful cars, was the driver's club tent. And it was probably because Dan and I were hanging out there. I'm not going to lie. You know, we're kind of celebrities in our own mind. It might also have had something to do with the giant end of the world earth roamer that they brought. And the beer and wine. And the and water. The beer and wine. Oh, and the brought, shade. They brought Rainier. Oh, God bless you. Doug Perry, I just, I want to tell you this. From man to man, I love you. <laughs> I uh, no, uh Drivers Club showed up and they did their they did a, a huge bar and open bar. Uh, well not an open bar, but they served wine and water and things like that, which was great. But they did it out of this huge earth roam. I, I don't even know how to describe it. We had it at exotics on Saturday. Yeah, and, it and was, it's it's hard to describe how big this thing is if you haven't seen it in person. Um I think if you, the base if, is a is a Ford F five fifty. Yes. And then it's 
upgraded from there. They had yeah. full king suspension on it, auto leveling system. So, I mean, you park this thing in a field, you want to sleep level, no problem. Hit the button and you're level. It's, I mean, three winches. And you go, why three winches? Well, you'd have to have one on the front, one on the back. And then you need one for the extra spare tire that is st- stored so high on the body that you can't get it down. Yes. And this is uh, beadlock in and, in and out uh, with military grade tires, central tire inflation system. It's got a 100 gallon tank on it. It's the ultimate apocalypse-ready vehicle, and man, do I mean it. You should see this thing. I've always been scared of the apocalypse, but not now. No, and, and they use it. That's the best thing about it is I know Wayne and the family use this thing. Like He said they already took it down to Utah, and his grandkids were like, we're sleeping in that tonight. <laughs> so uh, Just don't ever happen to wear a Yankees hat around it. It's, it's a long story, but <laughs> again, I'm sorry, Wayne. He's wearing his Mariner's hat tonight. I am wearing my Mariner's hat because I got absolutely berated by Mr. Perry for wearing my, my Yankees hat around him. So and I can't try to tell Mariner's him it's because he's got a huge melon and not everything yeah, fits. Yeah, I know. Not everything stays in either. Um, that's the problem. <laughs> no, but this Ferrari concourse was incredible. I mean, they had a, what is it, a 250 uh, short wheelbase. Not a GTO. 250 uh, GT, I think it is. GT. Um, there was a 166 MM. It was brought to you by out of John Shirley's John collection. collection. Yeah, I think they both were. I could be wrong. I yeah, uh, Ferrari Seattle was representing with one of my favorite cars. They've got this beautifully spec 17th, 70th anniversary edition uh, GT4 Lusso that is red with a white and a blue stripe and gold wheel. I mean, I'm telling you, if they took kidneys, they'd have both of mine. Yeah, they had everything else there as well. If you're a modern, especially modern Ferraris. Oh, um, God, yes. Yeah. So the Lusso, they had the 458, 488, all that stuff. They had a 488 race car. Which was wrapped in purple, weird with it's green wheels. I, I, if you're on the racetrack and you want to be noticed, that's a great way to do it. Not I, what I, I would have done. I don't remember. I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a sponsored car by the gentleman that owns it. But I just, I just, it was it was a beautiful car. But like, you go, okay. I didn't even, I didn't even know they had those race cars out yet. Like, boy, Ferrari pushed out those cars. It's like here's the 488, here's the Spider, here's the race car. On to the next model. Yeah. <laughs> of course, then again, the 488 Pista is coming out, so I get it. I can't wait to see that car. That's we have not good. seen one in person there's, yet. Uh, there's going to be a couple coming to the Pacific Northwest. I had I actually got a confirmation of some some good friends of ours who actually go to Concorso with us that, out of Oregon that are going to be uh, acquiring one. So Ooh. that'll be interesting. I can't so, wait. Um, no, but it was absolutely gorgeous. Wonderful weather. Um, it uh, the the weather was perfect. The food was great. I cannot say enough to you know to Jamie June and William Howard and the Pacific Northwest. All the judges that came out. They just made it a wonderful event. Um, and, and they had a tough enjoyable. job. Like I was there, we were there open to close. We start to finish. Yeah. I started there and I closed with Drivers Club, just hanging out with them and having a good time. But man, I can't imagine working that event and having to do that work in that heat. I was in the shade the whole day, so I really didn't have it rough. Like, I well, was yeah, and all those, ju- those poor judges were in like nice hats and, and blazers. And I'm, I'm, I mean, God, I was sweating like a, you know, you know what in church, but it's. <laughs> It was tough, but it was a wonderful event. I can't, I cannot stress that. I mean, it saddens me that that that, and I mean that they're not going to have another one of them. I hope they will someday. I know that they're getting prepared for the, the this, and it's a big deal that the that the the North or the the American Ferrari Club is going to be coming into the area, and I'm not sure when that is, but um, it will be incredible. Yeah, we're it's just it's picking up around here even more so than when we first started dramatically over the last year. I and like to think it. I think it's us. Totally, all 36 episodes we've done. It's they just, heard our. <laughs> Podcast are like, we got to yeah, get up exactly. there. That's, then we got to open a McLaren dealer. Look at those two morons. <laughs> we got to go do something about it. But yeah, it was great. Obviously, Dave Tegler, what you mentioned before, our, our last week's guest was there. And his beautiful four, uh, 458 Spider. Oh, love that car. His son, uh, it turned, I met his son while I was there, just, just talking with him. Turns out his son is friends with an old friend of mine, Silka Granger. Like They came from their house to there. 
they live 15 minutes away. But if you want to do a small world, like Soka and Simon aren't car people. I, I don't know if they'll listen to this, but I know their son does. And so it was just so funny to hear. He's like, oh, you know my friends. I was telling them about you. And, and Soka was like, oh, yeah, I know Dan. <laughs> Everybody knows Dan. Everybody knows Dan. Yeah. So anyway, it was, it's been an insane week. We can't believe, I can't believe that's only been a week. Plus, we had to do our regular jobs. Like I came back and went to work, my day job. Yeah. It's just playing catch. I mean, it just, I didn't realize how tired I was. Like, oh, yeah. And, and let alone, and I know, you know, when you guys see us out in public, we look like, you know, chiseled goddesses, but Dan and I, re- goddesses, I said that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> gonna go with it. Own it. The, what you do to your body on a road trip, and I know, I know and I, again, I'm, I can hear people saying, well, you can eat well on a road trip. I didn't. And it took me like a week to get my stomach back. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like. You're not kidding. Like, when oh. we're here, we actually try and eat pretty well. We've, yeah. And we've been toning up slow but surely. We uh, drink lots of water, aka Rainier, um, vegetables. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. But man, you're not kidding, man. We got back from that road trip, and I was just tore up because yeah. we were always just in such a hurry to get going that we really didn't eat great food until the wedding. Which was- and we didn't eat. Like it was just like, well, I don't see a restaurant, so we'll just keep driving. And then I'll keep driving, turn into seven hours later. Like, oh, maybe we should eat something. Yeah, we'd have that conversation. Then we go. Then we go another four hours. Oh yeah, we should eat something. And then we ended up in a McDonald's parking lot at midnight eating a twelve or twenty pack of McNuggets. So, wasn't even eating. It was just like vacuuming, inhaling. Yeah, yeah, it was inhaling. <laughs> I agree. No, I had a wonderful time. I mean, it's a wonderful week. Um, great memories, obviously. Um, I cannot give enough thanks. To, you know, this weekend to, you know, Drivers Club. To to the Pacific Northwest um, uh, Ferrari Club. Club, the Porsche Club, the events that you went to without me, which is fine because I was dead on Saturday anyway, so it's fine. Um, yeah, it, it's like I'm gonna go home and sleep. Yep. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. Yeah, the funny thing is, is, we have more coming up too. Yeah, I, I'd like to say it's slowing down, but it's not. Um, this, you know, obviously August is going to be a huge month for the car stuff. Our next big event, 21st of uh, this month, we've got the R. Exotics is uh, it's our Italian car day, which will be hopefully that bigger than ever. Yeah, and I ran into Roy at the at the Ferrari show from Katz. Right. So I, Mr. Katz was sponsoring the Ferrari club. I love or, the yeah. Ferrari stuff, yeah. but I love seeing it all together. Yep, just like our German car day and stuff like that. I love seeing all the brands I, just mixed in the, the Lambos, the Ferraris, the Lancias, everything. My new there. favorite show is watching Roy get out of his Selena Seven. I'll say it over <laughs> and over again, and I remind him every time I see him. But he, you know, he has such a grin on his face when he's doing it. You cannot hear his bones popping. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> slow fall yeah. tumble into the I know I, I'd be the same way but no um, it was great it's going to be a, a lot of fun we've got a lot of a few surprises yeah we're doing a drive Sunday yes we are we're doing a drive Sunday because um, we haven't driven enough uh, what's another thousand miles what's another thousand oh god I hope it's not a thousand no miles. it's like 400 oh, please don't do that to me yeah that'll seem really short compared to everything <laughs> else really we've done it is kind of funny though we're looking at this thing I was like that's ah, three to four miles that's nothing that's nothing oh I can do that it's a couple hours yeah especially the way we drive but no it was great uh, I don't know what else there is to say I think I think we've gotten kind of the- fried I'm fried I was really looking forward to this episode because obviously many how many times you get to go well we watched a hellcat go into a field but it was a lot of fun so poor guy I'm done talking for Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the very, very long drive.